The Beaux-Arts Photography Podcast with Alan and Natalie Brio. Welcome to the Alan and Natalie Brio Fine Art Photography Podcast. Today we're going to talk about Antelope Canyon. So let's talk about Antelope Canyon, the famous Antelope Canyon workshop, which is actually one of our most popular workshops. And when we have new students, that's usually the workshop that we start with. It is. And I think it's because it's on a lot of people's bucket list, for one. You know, it's one of the locations where, you know, the light is fantastic and just the beautiful colors that you get and lines and shapes. And it's very abstract. Uh, We have had textile artists join us for that workshop to do textiles, um, you know, just different type, different art mediums. Have painters. Act- yeah, painters. We've had painters. We've had all sort of artists. And I think it's because you just can't go wrong. I mean, I feel like you said, it's on everybody's list. And it's something that I believe every photographer should photograph at least once in their life. Oh, definitely. Because you can't go wrong. I mean, if you can't create a best-selling image in Antelope Canyon, there's something, you know, that's not working right. Because we teach everybody exactly how to use the light to get a great photograph. We go there at the perfect time. We hire Navajo guides that know photography. You're in good hands. Oh, uh, definitely. I think that in general, we've had just would everybody bring up a winning trophy photograph. Oh, for their first visit, their very first time at Antelope Canyon. It took us years and years and years to figure out how to photograph yeah because we had no training and because we were using film and so i would go there i would take some photographs i would get a result but i had no idea how i got it i forgot between the time that i was there and the time that i got my film back i forgot what i had done and so i would see something and i would be like wow i want to go back and do this again but i had no idea what i had done right (laughs) now with digital obviously we can see it on the lcd screen we can get the result right away and on top of that, we know we are literally experts in the light in the slot canyons, whether it's Antelope Canyon or another slot canyon. And we can help students, you know, give them a boost up, basically, give them the benefit of 20 years of experience, because that's how long I've been going to Antelope Canyon. The first time was 1986. And we've been there literally hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. We stopped counting. I get so excited when they can find the air light in Antelope Canyon and show it it to me, you know, and that they understand that it's light, you know, that is in Antelope Canyon, but it comes from the blue sky, you know, and they learn how to find the beautiful blues and the purples. And they talk about how uh, the reflected light mixed with the air light, you know, creates these colors and they really get to know the place. And for me, that is exciting just to watch them. Of course. Yeah, it's magical. I mean, you can see the light go on. In, in their mind, you know, when they realize that they have control, yes. <laughs> that what we are doing is not just an accidental event, you know, it's not an accidental photograph, they have control, they know how to do it, they learn how to do it, and they can do it again. Right, you know, right. It's exciting, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's when it starts to become enjoyable, you know, that's when photograph becomes enjoyable, because you know that if you do this, you're going to have success. Well, and then when we showed some of your large prints, and you started talking about, you know, stitching and, you know, how how many images were stitched together, but also 
how they could stretch areas and warp areas and just seeing the light go off and some of some of them getting so excited you know they're like oh my gosh i i know what i'm going to do to that image you know and uh, so that was really fun to see as well it's inspirational we, yes. everybody gets inspired even I, I get yeah. inspired by them just because they get so excited. And, and I think the purpose of a workshop is to be inspiring. It is. You have to inspire. That's the idea. You know, you don't create art without inspiration. Right. And how do you get inspired? Well, I mean, you know, there's only so much that you can do by buying new gear. You know, a new camera can be very inspiring, but eventually just a tool. The real inspiration is to be out there in nature, see great light, know how to use it and create photographs that you're proud of. That's yes. the idea. Because eventually, I think, what we really want to do is have our students come back with photographs that we are proud of. Oh, photographs absolutely. that we're going to show to other people, that we are going to display, that we are going to sell if they want to sell their work. But overall, photographs that we are proud of. Right. You know, and not embarrassed about, you know. No. And also the camaraderie between the participants is also very important. It is, You yeah. know, they yeah. a lot of them make friendships over many years or some of them they make new friends on and on. they want to come back together yes they very do often. they yeah. ask us if i sign up for this workshop is such and such going to come is he registered and right you know, we try to make it all happen you know but obviously photography is a very lonely activity i mean it obviously is. processing a photograph conversion all of that that's done on our own by ourselves in a you know, studio, we don't have anybody next to us. And for a lot of photographers, taking photographs is a very lonely activity. They go out in the film by themselves, they drive by themselves, they stay in hotels by themselves, right. they eat by themselves. You know, once in a while you meet somebody in the field and sometimes it works, people are friendly, and sometimes people get angry that there's another photographer and you just find <laughs> right. yourself again, you know, right. alone, right? And so a workshop is really a very unique opportunity to have you know, six to 12 people that are like-minded, that want company. Obviously, you come to a workshop because you want company. Oh, yeah. And who are being told to work together, you know, right. to use the buddy system, you know, to help each other. And we create a sense of camaraderie so that they have a feeling of working in the company of other people, of other artists. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the fact that they're not the only ones getting up at 4.30 in the morning and meeting you know, at 5.15 in the dark to take a short hike in the dark right. <laughs> <laughs> to go photograph. There's actually a group of us all together so we can walk together, talk together, carpool right. together, eat breakfast together when we're done. And it's easier to get up at 4 a.m. if there is a group waiting Oh, there you. is. And if I'm taking roll call and right. I'm looking to see who's there and who's not there. <laughs> you, you feel responsible. You feel that you have to do it. If it was you by yourself, you might sleep in. Right. But if there is a group waiting for you and they all got up you feel like you know if i don't then i'm gonna look a little uh, you know wimpy you know right. and, uh, <laughs> so it gives you courage right well the antelope canyon also offers a variety of other locations to photograph so we photograph upper antelope and lower antelope but we also do a hike to a little known slot canyon on the navajo reservation and usually we're the only group there because we have to uh, walk like 30 or 40 minutes each way so that takes care of the number of people going there and not only that but it's also not very well known so yes. people don't know that it's there so we get to experience a canyon all by ourselves we do and that's and, important and quiet quiet it's nice and solitude quiet. and quietness yes yeah. exactly no, just the way it should be you know? yes 
Yeah, which is getting more and more difficult to find these days. Right. And then we fo- we photograph the horseshoe bend, and then we photograph some hoodoos at sunset, and then we photograph a long Lake Powell for sunrise. Then we photograph uh, another area that has like these um, beautiful like beehive formations for sunrise yeah. and sunset. So there's also a lot of variety. It's not just the slot canyons. Yes. We photograph a slot canyon every day. We'll photograph upper one day, the little known slot canyon another day, and lower another day. So we do photograph a slot canyon, you know, for the three Mm. full days. But then after that, we mix it up with hoodoos and horseshoe bend and other things. Right. It's called Antelope Canyon, but we photograph other locations besides Antelope Canyon. We do. Yeah. No, that's important because once you've been in a slot canyon, you feel sort of claustrophobic and it's nice to be in the open sky in a place that has uh, nothing over your head. You know, you have the open sky, you have uh, all the landscape uh, in front of you as opposed to above you, right? Right, right. It feels really good. And our last sunset that night is just driving along that dirt road on the, Mm -hmm. I think it's north of Lake Powell. Yeah. The yeah. lake shore that go that leads to Alstrom Point and yeah. photograph these huge boulders that are like, right. you know, building. They're as big as buildings. And lots of variety. I yes, mean, that's really a workshop with lots of variety. You know, from very open landscapes to Intimate. very tight landscapes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, and like I said, it's been from. Uh, the first time we offered it, one of the most popular, if not the most popular, photographic workshop that we have. Uh, because of the variety and I think because it's just so fascinating. I mean, you can't go wrong. You know, there is one thing after another. Right. And this year, we are also offering the summit in Page, where Antelope Canyon will be one of the highlights of the summit. And the summit is in November, which means that we'll have a different type of light inside Antelope Canyon. Oh, definitely. We'll have more mauves and purples. Right, because in the fall, we have uh, different colors, more into, like you said, the mauves, the purples, blue. We don't have the super bright yellows that we have in the summer. Antelope Canyon is beautiful year-round. It is. It doesn't matter. I mean, we've been there in December, and I got some fantastic photographs. But you're not going to get the same thing year-round. You're going to get a different thing every month of the year. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of people go there during the summer. That's the most popular season. And not many people go there in the winter or in the fall. And that's unfortunate because you just you get just as beautiful of a photograph and you get some colors that you don't normally get. That's right? true. You, know? you don't get the yellows and the oranges. You, know? you get some of them, but not as much. And you get right. a lot of beautiful orange and you know mostly pink and mauves and dark blues and these colors you know which you don't see very often in photographs of antelope canyon because most of them are taken in the middle of the summer right so it's a chance to see something very unique and of course uh, the summit is where we teach how to process and optimize your photographs yes we'll be doing that in the evenings on saturday and sunday evenings with jeff shuey yeah and also during the day basically the summit we photographs at sunrise and at sunset and then all day long between sunrise and sunset we have presentations and uh, and then we got to photograph the slot canyons too yeah, and we photograph the slot counts too during uh, noon. So we have a very busy schedule, but the whole idea is a combination of field work and studio work. Yes. And field work in terms of photographing the slot canyon and the other locations around page, and then studio work in terms of having lectures with myself and with Jeff Shuey, who is our workshop instructor or 
guest speaker for this year and teach everyone about how to use Lightroom and how to use Photoshop and how to print from Lightroom and from Photoshop. Oh, yes. And he's an excellent teacher. So it's a combination of instruction, printing, and then film photography. And at the end of the summit, we have a print review of all the photographs taken during the summit. That everybody we project. submits one photograph. Yeah, we project it. And everybody submits one photograph, and we review it as a group. Right. And then afterwards, we have a three-day workshop to Navajo land. Yeah, so a super exciting yes. schedule. I mean, how and can Jeff's you go wrong? And Jeff's going with now? us, yeah. too. So, How can you go wrong? Yeah, the first day after the summit, we're going to go to Monument Valley. The second day, Canyon de Shea. The third day, the Hopi Mesa. So yeah. we're doing a circle. And photograph everything. Yes. And so what a maximum way of using your time. You know, you go to the summit, you learn how to photograph, you learn how to process, and then you photograph Navajo land, and you come back with a treasure trove of photographs. I mean, you know, one of the most exciting uh you know, programs that we offer, basically. Oh, yeah. And and you can also do a just a project just on that. Absolutely. You know? Or several. Yeah, several. Yeah. You could do several. You, you can could do... do a project on Antelope Canyon, the Slot Canyons, and then one on Navajo Land. Yes. Very easily. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There's The material is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the only workshop or the only event where we teach image processing. All yes. of the others are field work where we teach film photography and then of course the marketing seminar where we teach how to sell your work and market your work. But the summit is where we teach how to use Lightroom and Photoshop to create fine art photographs. Yes. And we have two different instructors with two different workflows, Jeff Shui and myself, very, very different approaches. Both of them with the goal of creating fine art, but both of them going at it in very different ways. Yes. And I think that's the richness of the summit, that you have two different instructors and you can choose which of the one you like better or use a little bit of both, you know, right. to make your own workflow. Well, in the summit, there's a lot of camaraderie. Um, As in all our workshops. Yeah, there's a... But it's more of a social event because we spend more time in the classroom. We right? do. And they also spend a longer amount of time with each other. So mm -hmm. they really get to know each other. And I've had one of a, one in particular told me, you know, I wasn't going to go to this year's because I went to the 2013 summit when it was in Page. But, you know, so-and-so's going, so-and-so's going, so-and-so's. I have to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. It's... It's obvious that people come for the learning, the experience, yes. but also the camaraderie to see friends, you know, yes. to network also. We have a lot of people that make friends, that learn from watching each other, that make contacts. You know, there's a lot of things happening. Oh, yeah. You know, it's you can't succeed on your own. You know, nobody succeeds on their own. You need help from other people. You get ideas, they get tips, they get uh, contacts, you know, they end up working together sometimes. There's all sorts of things that happen. Yeah, and sometimes they go and they photograph on their own, right, you know. Right. Sometimes yeah. before the summit or after the summit or they'll meet together at certain times, mm -hmm. you know, in the year. 
and you, you know, see what other together. people use also the gear they use because you can't buy all the gear and you can't test all the gear it's just too much of it oh and the question i hear a lot is how do you like it right yeah, how do you like it you know? <laughs> they want to know right because they've been wondering if they should get it but they haven't really known anybody that's been using it right and, and you can only trust a camera store so much you know because we obviously want to sell the gear but a photographer if they don't like it, they'll let you know. Right. And if they like it, they'll let right. you know. And not only that, but you can literally see the photographs that they've taken with their gear live, you know, during the summit. Right, so. right. And I've seen some of them just hand them a lens and say, here, yeah. you know, shoot with it. And, uh, you know, that way you know whether right. you like it or not. Give and, it a try. Uh, yeah, they're very generous and they share with each other. And Yeah, if it's a Canon or a yeah. Nikon or a Sony or a Phase 1, I mean, it doesn't matter. And they have the same ca camera or the same body they can interchange. Oh, yeah. And, so and they help each other yeah. when they have to troubleshoot in the field, you know, right. if something yeah, goes it's, wrong. It's a collaboration. It's a buddy system. I mean, you have, uh, you know, 40 people here that you can uh, yeah. tap into as a source of knowledge. And there's always yeah. somebody that forgets That's their right. battery yeah. charger. And there's always somebody <laughs> that has one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always say, don't panic. There yeah. will be somebody who has one. That's right. Yeah. That happened on the last workshop. Yeah. Somebody who called us and says, can you go to the camera store and buy one for me? Well... The camera store round trip is two hours from our house. <laughs> right. You know? right. So, but no, there will be somebody on the workshop, yeah, I'm sure, that we has go, one. But we can ask everybody, and we ask everybody, and somebody had one. Yeah. So, yeah. actually, I think several of them had one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a camera that's fairly popular, you know, so. Um, several of them were using it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I remember one time Jeff Shuey had to use yours. Yeah. 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 He had to you use know. my Phase 1 charger. Yeah. Because yeah. his was acting up And it one has year. happened to me that I've had to use somebody else's charger oh, or yeah. cable. Absolutely. You know, the iPhone charging cable. <laughs> yes. you know? I mean, it, you know, you, you, it's not so much that you forget things, but things break or, you know, they disappear. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> right. you know, you think it's in the bag, but it's not. It's somewhere else, right? And, <laughs> And once you're out there in page, there's nothing available. Right. right. You know, unless it's really something very, very common, uh, you're not going to find a charger for a Canon 5D Mark II or for a Phase 1 100 megapixel back. You know, forget it. It's not going to happen. Right. So you have to either find somebody who has one or, you know, just use a different camera or hope your batteries won't die during the workshop. Exactly. Know? Well, it, I had one person concerned about their battery dying I'm, and I said, I'm sure there's somebody here that's got an extra battery. You yeah, know, everything yeah. will be fine. You know? When you have a large group, eventually somebody has what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's it, And it's useful, you know, and that's one of the reasons to not work alone, you know, because obviously if you're by yourself and you forget your charger, forget it. That's it. You won't have one until you go home. But if you're in a group, yeah you probably won't find somebody who has one. Yeah. yeah. Well, these events are a lot of fun. The And, uh, and we, we have fun too. Yeah. You know, it's fun oh, for absolutely. the participants, but it's fun for us because we enjoy doing it. This is what we love to do. So we're excited. I mean, I love teaching the marketing seminar. I love teaching the Antelope Canyon workshop. I mean, I go in there and I photograph just as much as everybody, you know. I can't believe that you have instructors that go on workshops and don't photograph, you know. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you're really passionate with what you do, you have to do it. Right. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we enjoy teaching. I mean, that's what we like to do. You know, we love teaching and we do a lot of teaching. We have lots of uh, handouts and presentations and print reviews and uh, question and answer sessions. I mean, on and on and on and on. Right. You know, it's not a tour. It's a workshop. It's an instruction oriented activity where people come to learn. Oh, you know? yeah. 
There's a syllabus, a set schedule. Yeah, yes. it's just like a course. You know, we teach it like a course, like a university course. The only difference is it is taught in the field as opposed to a university. You know, it's not on a campus, right? That's, you know, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we don't have to answer to the chair of the department. Right? No. We are no. the chair, we are the teachers, we are the, the department, we're everything, right? <laughs> so join us. And uh, if you've never taken a workshop, you know, call us and you can ask all the questions you want. We won't. Uh, I'm here to help you and to answer questions or help you with accommodations, whatever you need. Yeah, Natalie helps people make their reservations if they can't do them for whatever reason, because we are too far. We don't have the time. We don't know how to do it. We don't know what phone to call. And there's no question that we can't answer. And there's no question that's silly. You know, every question is fine. We are here to help you, and like I said, if you have any questions, just don't hesitate, email or call, and we'll do our best to help you.